Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. What can these celebrities who have their lives on blast teach us by making mistakes that we don't have to make? I am Patty Eminger, your host. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat anywhere you would like. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. Um, apparently, the Super Bowl was yesterday. I didn't know a thing. I completely forgot the Super Bowl was happening until after when I saw it like trending on Twitter and I was like, oh yeah, the Super Bowl, I forgot that was a thing. I could walk by the Super Bowl in the street, wouldn't know a thing. Um, yeah, I just like wasn't too excited about the halftime performers. I feel like it was a lot of like older hip hop artists just kind of like uh, honoring their careers and stuff. So not really anything like my generation, no shade to people in older generations, but I just wasn't really too into it like even like eminem was a bit like too old for me so i was just like meh i have no idea who was even playing the super bowl speaking of the super bowl maddie versus cassie i didn't watch euphoria yesterday i know sacrilegious right i was busy yesterday um night you don't need to know what i was doing but i was busy yesterday night so i didn't get to watch it but i'm gonna watch it today i'm gonna like make time for it. it's gonna be like a whole event with myself it's gonna be my peaceful happy hour where I watched these teenagers' lives implode. Oh my god, episode 5 was so crazy. I can't wait for episode 6. I've been, like, avoiding Twitter to avoid spoilers. Um, do you know what I did see, though? Jennifer Lopez's film, Marry Me. And it was not what I was expecting from J-Lo. She said she worked on it for 8 years. And she was extremely excited for it to come out. So I... I, based on the preview, it wasn't what I expected. So I'm going to give a review of that later in the episode. The other topics we're going to talk about today is the fact that four people were shot at Justin Bieber's party, um, outside of his party. And we're going to get into all the details of that and everyone who was shot and the celebrities who were there and everyone who is okay and everything like that. Then we're going to talk about Kanye West's insane Instagram stampede. He posed a lot, but yesterday was even a lot for him. So we're going to talk about all the celebrities. He dragged literally all of Hollywood into it. So many pop stars, Arne Grande, Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, Hillary Clinton. So many people into it just trying to bring down Pete Davidson. So we're going to talk about everyone he brought into it trying to bring down Pete. And then, yeah, I'm going to give a review of Marry Me. And that is the tea. So let's get into it. Before we start, if you could just rate this podcast five star on Spotify. If you enjoy it and listen to it frequently, it would help me out so much or if it's your first time here you can rate it you're already here may as well on apple Podcasts and spotify help me out so much and follow for future episodes so you're always updated on the tea and let's get into it welcome to pop culture university i wanna find in love for the weekend three boyfriends i don't know where i'm sleeping uh-huh. we be clubbing thugging fucking order room service when we done that's a sequence he know i'm a classy nympho give it simple you know what you're here for to the cousin yeah let you up with the key coat all this ice on buddy about to cut your heat strong you got everything that i
it's rough out there, even in the nicest streets, because last night outside of a Justin Bieber party in LA, there was a shooting and four people, including rapper Kodak Black, were shot. So let's talk about what happened. So Justin Bieber, he did like a really big performance at some event the night before the Super Bowl. So he was having kind of like a party to commiserate. Is that a word? Commiserate that performance. And the fact that the Super Bowl was, was the next day. It was like a pre-Super Bowl party. A lot of people were invited. Like Kendall Jenner was there and Hailey Bieber, obviously, and Drake. And it was at the Nice Guy in LA, which is like a really big Hollywood hotspot. It's a really, really nice restaurant slash like bar, dancey place. And so the party was going great. You know, Justin Bieber was doing what he does on stage, that little jumpy dance that he likes to do and get made fun of on Twitter for it. So I'm sure he was lighting the place up. Not like that, though. Someone else was lighting the place up in terms of, um, you know, gunshots. So at 2.30 a.m., when the party was still going on, like, I guess these people were partying late. They, you know, didn't have to be up until like three or something when the Super Bowl started. So it was going on pretty late. A lot of people were still there. And people were, it was the point at the party, you know, where people were like loitering outside. Some people were inside. The night was getting like a little scattered. So while people were waiting outside, including Kodak Black and Gunna, two rappers, um, people who weren't invited to the party were like showing up outside and like chatting with them, hanging out with them. And Kodak Black's group of friends got into an altercation with a different man and his group of friends. So a group of people who were completely not invited to the party at all. Apparently, this is what happened. They had a specific motive to jump someone in Kodak Black's crew who was invited to the party. So that's what happened. This was not Kodak Black's fault, even though he's like a pretty unhinged person. He He's, he's the person, if you don't know who Kodak Black is, he's the person who went viral like earlier this year, last year, something for throwing over $100,000 off of a boat and flushing $100 bills down the toilet. Yeah, so that's who he is. Not, you know, the man who makes the best decisions, but this actually wasn't his fault. This was just someone in his crew was being like targeted. And so they got into like a massive fist fight when it broke out outside of the place when the, you know, jump happened. And TMZ, since this was like a Hollywood party, there's a lot of TMZ and like paparazzi right outside. So there's some great videos of this fight. Gunshots. Um, I could play a video of the gunshots. I'll insert it. I can insert it here. Yeah, so you like you hear the gunshots and then after they go off, you kind of just see people like laying on the floor. You can tell they're okay and alive because they're like looking around, but they're just laying on the floor, like making sure that like, you know, it's done, like the gunshots are done. So there's not much screaming, but people definitely did get shot. Um shout out to paparazzi and TMZ though for getting all that on camera. Cause like there was a lot of celebrities there. They were probably just waiting for people to walk out just to take a photo of them, but instead they get, you know, in the crossfire of a shooting. Paparazzi is and TMZ are really the frontline workers of pop culture here. They're on the front lines of pop culture, um, risking their lives for us. So anyway, four people were shot in total. That was including Kodak Black. He was shot in the leg. Um, there's no photo of his wound, but there is a photo of one man who I think was just like caught in the crossfire, unfortunately, who was shot in the foot. You like saw his foot bleeding and him looking down like what the fuck i thought this was you know nice neighborhood i didn't think i was gonna get shoot in la outside of nice guy 
Um, and yeah, so once the smoke cleared, there were people on the ground. Everyone was alive. Four people were shot. Two people were taken away in an ambulance. I'm assuming those were the people who were like caught in the crossfire. And then two people who I'm sure were like involved in the physical fight were also shot. And they um, had to seek medical medical attention, but they drove themselves to the hospital. They weren't taken away in an ambulance, but everyone's fine. There's no life-threatening injuries, but both some bullet wounds in people who had to get cleared up. Justin Bieber was fine. If you're wondering, he was in the party when this was happening. He was still inside, but apparently when this happened, the party like shut down and he went out to the back. So he is okay. He said, not today, Jesus, because he's very into Jesus. Not at my party, not pre-Super Bowl. He's already been to jail once, doesn't need to do that again. Something else about Kodak Black is that um, he also doesn't want to go to jail again. So I don't know how this is going to affect his life because he was involved in the physical fight and there's like clear video footage of him like punching people he was sentenced to prison in 2019 for 46 months if you don't remember this is when he was just 21 years old um for weapons possession charges and then if you remember donald trump pardoned him pardoned him right before he was uh like ushered out of office Right, right right, before his time ended. So he did a bunch of pardons on a lot of people and Kodak Black was one of them. So he was let out of prison, but hopefully Donald Trump will never have that power to get him out again. So he probably doesn't want to go back. So we'll see what happens for him. His He hasn't given any statements, but his attorney did. His attorney is trying to save his ass right now. His attorney said, there was an unprovoked attack on an individual Kodak was with. When security and Kodak came to his aid, several shots were fired at them by an unidentified assailant. Luckily, this was all caught on video. Kodak was struck in the leg. It was not life-threatening. He'll make a full recovery and is in stable condition. Do you know what could have paid his medical bills, though? That $100,000 he threw off the boat. That could have paid his bail, too. Who throws $100,000 off a boat? I'm sorry. I'm still so pissed about that. Um. Anyway, everyone's fine, I guess. What can we learn about this situation? It's I, it's okay to laugh about it because everyone's fine. Um. I think you can never be too safe, even in the nicest places. Don't be afraid to be that friend who's overly cautious and doing that for your group. You know, have some street smarts when you're out. Be looking around. Keep an eye out for Selena. You can, it's, I think, a little bit of anxiousness when you're out late at night, no matter where you are, is healthy. You know, protect yourself and keep you and all your friends safe. Okay, so let's talk about Marry Me by Jennifer Lopez. And I'm going to give my honest review about it. I'm sure you've been seeing her and Maluma promote the absolute shit out of this movie. I feel like they've been promoting it since like December. It's been everywhere. They've been shoving it down our throats. And honestly, I wasn't really going to watch it at first because we all know about J-Lo films. They're okay, but they're never really the best. They're never really, you know, award-winning, groundbreaking films. Not really must-see. So I was like, I don't really know if I want to see it, but... After like hearing the music and seeing that Maluma was in it, I was like, okay, fine, I'll see it. Because I'm just a hole for Maluma. 
So <laughs> I'm kidding. The basic concept of the film, if you don't know, is that Jennifer Lopez and Maluma play two really big superstars, like music superstars. So you know exactly who they are in real life, but they're not playing themselves. They're playing a couple called Cat and Bastion, and they've been together for a year and a half, and they're about to get married on like television like the people on The Bachelor will do. They'll like uh, air their wedding. So they're going to do that on stage at one of their concerts. And then right before Jennifer Lopez's character goes on stage to marry Maluma's character, TMZ leaks that Maluma cheated on her. And there's a video of him making out with her assistant. So like there's no hiding it. Like it actually happened. It's not up for debate. And so she's on stage like so embarrassed that she's out on this stage about to marry this man, the love of her life. And he cheated on her and now he's not going to go on stage. So he, she's just like stuck on stage, so embarrassed, shitting herself, crying, looking so depressed because she just lost the, her, the man and like her assistant, which was one of her good friends. And she feels so betrayed. And like in this moment of hopelessness, she sees the guy in the crowd with a sign that says, marry me, like people have at concerts all the time. And since there's already a wedding set up and an officiator there, she's like, fine, I'll marry you. And so he goes on stage, played by Owen Wilson, and they get married. Owen Wilson's character is like a math teacher. He's totally normal. His daughter's like young and thinks he's such a boring dad so she's really excited that like he married a pop star who's like way more attractive than him and people are like how could this happen he's so not cute and she's a pop star why would she marry him she doesn't even know him very much like kim kardashian and pete davidson vibes people are like how did this happen he is so much uglier than her it was kind of like the story of kim and pete actually throughout the film i was seeing a lot of similarities to kim and pete like cat's character had a sex tape and she has been in three marriages before and the first one was really really short the film i was like are they trying to say something to kim kardashian and like maluma was like trying to get her back and being all public about their breakup very much the story of kim ye and pete vibe so if you can tell i was really into the beginning of the film it was really entertaining the visuals were great it was like so highly produced there was a lot of like cool cameos by a lot of people like jimmy fallon and a lot of the like daytime hosts that i love because i'm so into pop culture so i watch all those shows so all my favorite hosts were in it i thought it was I thought the music was great. The concept in the beginning was really exciting. There was a lot of drama. So I was having high hopes. I got to watch it on Peacock for like free, basically, because it was my friend's Peacock. So I was really excited because, like I said, I didn't really know if I wanted to see it because JLo movies aren't ever really that good, but they're like good enough. Just like, but I was like, I don't know if I want to waste two hours on this, but it was free. So I did it. And as you can tell, I was very into the beginning. And then the middle kind of fell off for me. It was going so good and then the middle just got like really unrealistic and I wasn't too into like the character arcs that were happening. It's fine if things are a little unrealistic. Like I was such a fan of Glee so like I'm fine with the unrealistic shit but this was a, a little too unrealistic where I couldn't even get in to the storyline. It felt really forced and like I was just supposed to accept this ridiculous unrealistic love story was happening in front of me and just supposed to like say la-di-da and go with it. I wasn't too convinced by it. Kind of like the whole Pete and Kim relationship. Are we really that convinced by it? I, I don't know. There was one good part in the middle that made you kind of question like what JLo's character was going to do. Was she going to get back with Maluma after he cheated on her? Like Chloe and Tristan Thompson? Or was she going to go with this rustic like hometown guy who's like not in the spotlight? They did a good job at making you hate Maluma's character. Um, like really just hating him. Just being a complete asshole. And it's not easy to hate Maluma. So they did a good job at making you want to hate him, but also like thinking that she might get back with him. Uh, I won't spoil like what happens in the end, but I think the end just wasn't strong enough for me. They didn't sell it as much as I needed them to. 
when it ended i felt like something was missing like the credits started rolling and i was like huh it's over well okay it wasn't all bad though and there was one there was a lot of like cute like life lessons in there about like love and relationships that i liked because her character her whole thing was like she sucks at relationships so she was like kept questioning like what she was doing wrong there was one good lesson that i liked and it's that there's good in every bad person and she was talking about how even though maluma's character cheated on her like she might get back with him because there's good in every bad person and that's why it's hard to move on and i really liked hearing that right now things going on in my life and that made me feel better so I thought that was like an interesting take and that kind of puts into perspective like why people go back to people who cheat on them because they love them and there's still a lot of good in them. So I thought it did a good job at giving like empathy to a lot of characters. Anyway, my final review of it, if I think you should see Marry Me by Jennifer Lopez and Maluma or not is sure. It's not a must see, but it's good and fun and you won't regret seeing it. It's not a total waste of time. I'll give it a 6.5 out of 10. Um, I think that's a really accurate rating too. And there's nothing wrong with a 6.5. I just think a, on a scale of like all movies, a 6.5 is fine. And like all JLo movies, to be honest, would be lifetime movies if it wasn't for the fact that JLo was in it. So this one was no exception, unfortunately. <laughs> God, you guys, this is breaking news that I just found out recording this podcast. Connie West and Julia Fox just broke up on Valentine's Day. They just confirmed their breakup. Uh, she deleted all of her photos of him off of her Instagram. This is all happening so fast, but apparently Kanye's fans are already harassing her. So she had to put out this statement that said, y'all would love if I was so upset. The media would love to paint a picture of me as a sad lonely woman crying on a plane by myself but it's not true why not see me for what i am which is a number one hustler i came up y'all lol and not only that but kanye and i are on good terms i have love for him and i wasn't in love with him jesus christ what do you guys think i am 12 years old and for the record the only time i cried in 2022 was on february 6th on my dead bffb day oh i wonder if people thought she was like crying over the breakup or something but apparently she's not sad about it it's good that they're on good terms i'm assuming they broke up i mean they were in an open relationship but i'm, I'm assuming they broke up because Kanye's now hanging out with the kim kardashian lookalike that he buys all the balenciaga body suits for uh cheney jones so maybe he just moved on to her kind of discarded julia like i knew that he would from the second they started dating so Kanye and julia are done she said i would like to be excluded from this narrative please that i did not ask to be a part of since 2009 because, you know, Kanye drags everyone into his shit, which is what we're talking about today. Kanye went on a huge rant on Instagram this time, and he brought and he brought in every single person in Hollywood and politics and basically in America that he possibly could to all for the goal of bringing down Pete Davidson. Who? Let's start with the first person that he tried to bring down, and that is Kid Cudi. If you don't know Kid Cudi, he's a rapper, artist, all of that sort. And he posted, this was his first post, he posted a picture of just writing on a notebook that said... Just so everyone knows, Cuddy will not be on Donda anymore because he's friends with you-know-who. We all speak in Billy language now. I guess Billy language means that 
Kid Cudi maybe wasn't supporting Kanye and was supporting his friend Pete instead because Kanye also called out Billie Eilish for not supporting Travis and Kanye not being on, you know, team Kanye and his friends. So I guess Billy language is like anyone who goes against Kanye. Then, psychotically, Kanye posted a photo of him, Kid Cudi, I think that's Timothy Chalamet and Pete Davidson all at dinner together back when him and Kim were still together, which is like eerie looking back at it, like Kim, Pete and Kanye all at dinner together. But Kim was with Kanye. I wonder if Kim was giving Pete looks from across the table, like playing footsie or something. But he posted the photo and put an X over Pete's face. And since Kid Cudi was in the photo, he said, I just wanted my friend to have my back. The knife just goes in deeper. But if you guys like don't know, Kid Cudi and Pete Davidson has been friends probably longer than Cudi and Kanye have been friends. And just because Pete and Cudi don't like make songs together doesn't mean that Cudi's going to choose Kanye over Pete. So Pete has like multiple times called Kid Cudi like his hero and everything. But anyway, he kept bashing Kid Cudi. He was saying it's him against everyone now and I'm fighting for my family, not my friends. And this is bigger than music now. Kid Cudi actually clapped back just like Billie Eilish did, who said that she literally never talked bad about Travis. Kid Cudi also clapped back. People aren't afraid of Kanye anymore. I feel like the tides are turning in that sense. No one's afraid of like the big bad wolf anymore. And he said, too bad. I don't want to be in your album, you fucking dinosaur. Ha 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 ha. Everyone knows I've been the best thing about your album since I met you. I'm a pray for you, brother. And then he said, we talked about this weeks ago. You're whack for flipping the script and posting this lie just to just for a look on the internet. You are no friend. Bye. That's what Cudi said to Kanye. The Taylor Swift effect is not taking Kanye West shit. This was the karma that she's talking about when she said, maybe I got mine, but you'll all get yours. This is what she was talking about about Kanye. And yeah, it's happening to him. The next people he brought up in his quest to take down Pete Davidson was Ariana Grande and Mac Miller, which seems highly inappropriate. We already know Ariana doesn't deal with bullshit. Press interviews. I'm an Arianator, so she shuts shit down quickly. So I'm surprised she hasn't responded yet. But he posted like a meme post um, that looks like it came from like a fan account that said basically Pete Davidson sent intimate photos with Ariana Grande to Mac Miller uh, like right before he passed away just to like twist the knife in with Mac Miller that I'm with your girl now basically but apparently Ariana Grande didn't know about it and he is trying to convey the reason that that's why Ariana Grande broke up with him because Pete Davidson's trash and took photos of her that he didn't know and sent them to Mac Miller and then you know Mac Miller did drugs and stuffs and Kanye West just put as a caption no comment as if that's confirmed as if a 12 year old like didn't write that in their twin size bed like all those posts online on those fan pages you could not believe at all they're the most made up fictitious shit so the fact that Kanye thought that was real shocks me no fact checking there at all 100% didn't happen I can guarantee you that then he brought up Hillary Clinton because Pete Davidson has a Hillary Clinton tattoo and he is saying that Hillary Clinton is actually Pete Davidson's ex as well. And so since he has this tattoo, he posted a picture of Pete and said, look at this dickhead. I wonder if Instagram is going to shut down my page for dissing Hillary Clinton's ex-boyfriend. Kanye is a conspirator, as we all know. That's one of his favorite pastimes. And I guess a conspiracy that he's making up right now is about the Illuminati and people who control like the, the voting systems and the elections and everything like that. So he thinks Pete is involved in that whole American Illuminati shit and that Hillary Clinton has been whispering in Kim and Pete's ear and everything. So he posted the, then he posted the picture of Pete's tattoo of Hillary and said, when I tag people, I'm just putting together the web. There are a group of people who run the media and the election. Thank God for free speech. Kanye's posts seem wild. And then you read them out loud and you're like, oh my God, that's fucking insane. Like reading them out loud really just makes them seem that much 
more crazy you guys should try it sometime the next time you read connie's instagram post just say them out loud just picture yourself saying them then he brought up machine gun kelly he posted the photo of machine gun kelly and pete davidson they're like best friends on the couch together like eating popcorn he said just in the caption that you will never meet my kids and no one has heard of a machine gun kelly song i mean he's not wrong about that one and i actually think that was appropriate to add in there just to humble machine gun kelly a little bit then he posted a avengers civil war like marvel civil war poster and this is where shit really hits the fan so on this civil war poster there's 10 people five people on each side you know fighting each other like a civil war but this is not a civil war this is an uncivil war and there's two heads of these two teams of five one head is Kanye west with his team of drake julia fox travis scott and future very questionable team and then the next team is pete davidson as the head then kim i wonder if he made this if he like cut out all their heads and put them on the bodies but pete kim kid cuddy billy eilish and taylor swift not taylor swift being dragged into the narrative again not her being in a narrative that she wanted to be excluded from since 2009 kanye is obsessed with her someone play obsessed by mariah carey the only civil war going on is the one in kanye west mind every celebrity in hollywood is like shaking like picking up their phone every day hoping that kanye west didn't post them and drag them into his mess and insult them and cut out their faces and put them on a character and then he brought up drake and lil wayne in another picture that he posted where it's just a picture of like a big city with um a cutout of two photos one photo is with drake kanye and then it says verse kid cuddy and pete and it's a picture of like kim cuddy and pete together and he said okay last one for tonight maybe so kanye is very much in the mindset of it's like it's him and his real friends and if you're not fucking with him you're not on the team you make one slip up you're cut don't get comfortable you're either on team kanye or say one nice thing about pete and then you're on team pete there's no in between i wonder if like julia fox like said that she liked pete davidson's tattoos or something and he was like nah we're done bitch so it's in kanye's mind it's very much him versus pete so he's dragged in all of those people who did not ask to be a part of this and i feel so bad for them um but let's talk about the posts that were just for Pete because he did address Pete specifically. He's so threatened by Pete. Can we talk about that? God, he's so insecure and threatened by Pete Davidson. If he's, re- if he really thinks Pete isn't shit, why are you worried about him? Don't worry about him. Just, just ignore him. Just focus on Kim. So the first thing he posted was that he was actually trending over the Super Bowl, which says a lot about how fucked up this whole situation is. Quite the accomplishment. I will give him that. That's definitely something to be proud of. And he said, um, in, he posted like the trending page and in the caption, he said, I didn't wake up and fight for my family to trend over the Super Bowl, but it happened. The Super Bowl brings families together for everyone married. Hold your spouse close. Make sure they know how much you love and appreciate them. Oh, wait, that's cute. I, I, I hope that he learned that because clearly he wasn't doing that with Kim. Anyway, he continued because there's a skeet lurking in every dirty ass alley waiting to help destroy your family and walk around in calvin klein's around your children i wish my life was with me and our children sitting next to the 50 yard line at kim kardashian always remember west was your biggest w he calls pete skeet for some reason i don't know why he chose skeet that sounds like pete's relationship name with kim keet but that's the name that post is actually so sad like a part of me like feels so bad for pete i mean kanye well i definitely feel bad for pete but kanye too just because the posts are really sad and he really wants his family back but i really can't sympathize with him anymore then he posted a text conversation with pete and it's basically pete 
uh like being very calm we don't know if this is real but p apparently was just really calmly texting him like as a man i never get in the way of you and your children that's a promise how you guys go about raising your kids is your business and not mine i hope one day i can meet them and we can all be friends and he posted that text conversation that we don't know if it's true because connie is a crazy liar and connie said no you will never meet my children as the caption and lastly connie just posted about pete a few hours ago and said, thank you guys for your support of my family. My family means more to me than any other accomplishment in my life. If anyone loves me and my family, if you see Skeet in real life, scream at the loser at the top of your lungs and say, Kimye forever. Which I've actually already seen a few people do online. Not today, but like in the past, they'll just scream Kimye at Kanye and Pete. I mean, at Kim and Kanye while they're walking by. So in my opinion about the whole matter, I feel really, really bad for pete first of all let's just address that this is a lot for anyone like he's treading over the super bowl that's fucking crazy pete is like a very like anxious and depressed person he's like famously known for that um i mean he he said before he thinks that kanye drum is like fun and like funny and doesn't really care because he know kanye isn't like meaning it really seriously at him he just wants kim back but it could get to the point where it's not funny being so much being under so much scrutiny i feel like pete is kind of like a fragile person in some kinds of ways so i feel bad for him um kanye and pete actually both had super bowl commercials too which was probably funny while kanye was watching at the super bowl he probably like wanted the whole crowd to like boo or something but i hope pete's okay and has good people around him him and kim were on a date last night they went to like a little like tent restaurant where you like sit in a tent outside the restaurant and like eat and they looked like they were having like a good time and happy and i think kim is a good supportive and like genuine person to have around him and can give him all the tools and advice to deal with fame and Kanye and everything. So she's perfect for this. She can also give him a security guard, which she has plenty of. So that will be very healthy for him. And yeah, again, this has nothing to do with Pete. Um, obviously, Kanye just wants Kim back. And if Kim dumped Pete tomorrow, he would immediately he would immediately tell Pete that he loves him and he's sorry and like buy him a car and apologize to him. So Pete will get through it. I know that. But what can we learn from this situation? I think we can learn that it sucks when someone you love has a new relationship, but it's not their new relationship's fault. And it's not your ex's fault. It's no one's fault. They just don't want to be with you anymore, unfortunately. Don't hate your ex's new love. You can hate the person they cheated on with. If they did cheat, that's a different story. But if it's just a new relationship, bringing them down won't bring you any higher or bring you and your love back together. So... Thank you guys for listening to Pop Culture University today. Um, I hope you had a fun time hanging out with me. I'm sorry I had to like talk fast there at the end. The time was getting, you know, way too fucking long. You guys don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. I had to wrap that shit up. But that is basically all the tea about Kanye and Pete. There's going to be so many more posts, I'm sure, in the next few days. So keep keep an eye out for that as well as an eye out for Selena. If you had a good time, um, rate this podcast five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It would mean so much. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube all of that shit and yeah have a great monday happy valentine's day i hope you guys our days are filled with lots of love and yeah i will see you next time love you bye thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube